Predictable weekend. Oh, how are you guys doing your brackets? I'm doing amazing. Hey, raise your hand if you're flawless so far. Raise your hand. I'm doing amazing. I hope you guys are too at home. Reed, put your hand down. Oh, I haven't put my hand up. Why? Okay, dude. I got Packers winning Super Bowl, so I'll get my points back then. Okay, so you, you have to make up points for your divisional round, your championship round, and your Super Bowl round, and your Super Bowl winner, right? Okay, okay. Uh, you might have a little tough matchup next week if the Niners come back 100% healthy. So we'll see what happens there. I'm super stoked, you guys. We had some great games. Then we had a lot of not-so-great games this past weekend. And when I say not-so-great, I mean not-so-great. Um, basically, we had, uh, you know, Bengals-Raiders. That was a game that people didn't really expect, you know, to maybe – you know, have some potential being good. Uh, mm-hmm. Bengals definitely played to their expectations. They played amazing. Uh, they uh, took out the Raiders, which I feel bad because you guys know I'm a Derek Carr guy, but he still has never won a playoff game. So maybe next year, man. And uh, this could be his ninth year next year or his 10th. He's up there. But best of luck to Derek Carr and the Raiders. They just fired their general manager. Uh, so they are hitting that refresh button and let's see what happens next year honestly that team has a lot of potential not too many young studs but it's a complete reboot from what i'm predicting from a lot of people are predicting just to see okay what do we do with Derek carr now do we hold him off uh to hold off this organization or do we you know get what we could get and trade him away i know Derek carr said that there's no way in he double hockey sticks that he's leaving uh, the Raiders, he's been a Raiders fan all his life, and he would never leave that organization. He'd rather retire than leave. Okay, so we'll see what happens there. we got a lot of uh, off-season talk. But, so Bengals win. The uh, the Bills just uh, – hold up. I, I can't even recognize this team anymore. It got beat so bad. <laughs> Was it the, pa, the, the pa- Packers? No, Packers the are in the Patriots. NFC. Patriots? Patriots? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> Yes. I thought they were projected uh, to go all the way with a rookie quarterback because they're the Patriots and they got Bill Belichick. No? no? You sure? Well, here for all you people in the back, just like I predicted, man, Bills are going to take that. Bills are taking it. And just like I said last week, they ha- it was a stand-up game for them. If they would have lost that, their their whole future is just done for. It's just They just got to give up as a team. But they did it. They beat the living snot out of them. So good for them. Um, yes, I know. I know. Um, and then we had the Steelers and the Chiefs. Steelers started off a little sluggish, and TJ Watt brought them back to life like he usually does, uh, scooped up for a scoop and score, and that was that. That was it. The, the Chiefs just said, hey, all right, 
we let you uh, play on the Xbox for five minutes. Mom mm-hmm. said that you had to go back to your room to so sit down, watch the master at play. They did their thing. They, they took the theaters to town. Uh, Big Ben, thank you so much for being part of my life. You know, growing up watching football, you were a huge part of it. You're, you, you know, controlled that division for so long. Thank you for giving me good football and good content. He hasn't officially retired yet, though. So it's true. It's true. But writing's on the wall, man. He he even said it in his press conferences. You know, he's like, "Hey, we'll go out there and see what happens." You know. Uh, But I I think he's he's ready to put those sneakers on the wall, those cleats on the wall. Yeah, and he's rightful to do so. Uh, maybe we could see him, you know, as a coach or go a, a Rivers way and, you know, coach a college, uh, high school. I mean, not a college, not high school, a high school football team. Uh, but that's more offseason talk. Like, we're going to have so much to talk about. This is so great. I love doing this. Uh, let's move on to the NFC. Uh, we had the Buccaneers beating the living snot out of the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. Eagles fans, you know, they're menaces, but you know what? They said, hey, Niners, just go take care of business, please. And the Niners, they came in. They took care of business the, the first half, second half, third quarter. They they did decently well. Then they started falling apart like they usually do in the fourth quarter. Um, the Cowboys could have pulled through. Typical Cowboys. Now, now what, Dak Prescott is uh, four playoff appearances, uh, zero wins. Four playoff appearances, zero wins. Is something going to change? I don't see him getting rid of Dak Prescott, especially how much they paid him. Mike McCarthy is a huge mess. I got to apologize to Reed. Reed, you were 100% right. Mike McCarthy is trash. He Mm -hmm. does not know how to, uh, you know, do any play calling. It's 14 seconds left. Let's run with our QB. That's genius. Not. Let's not do that. Come on, man. What are you doing? Uh, Yeah. So uh, one win, Juan Antonio Brown says he has one win. I'm talking about for the Dak Prescott era when Dak Prescott uh, came in. Does Dak Prescott have one win in the playoffs? I think he might, actually. Okay. I see from my understanding, I thought Dak Prescott, uh, before the Niners game, went to the playoffs three times and uh, has not won a, a playoff game. I could I'm be sure he has one. I don't remember against two or how or what year, but I vaguely remember one playoff win. Oh, okay. Uh, so then we have the last game, which is tonight. We have the Cardinals and Rams, which is, you know, it's it's looking to be a shootout. It's a divisional game, so you know they're going to play hard. We'll talk about that a little bit later. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. But uh, let's see what Juan says. Juan says he said he thinks this was, it was with the Seahawks. Ooh, I do, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a dark day. Uh, but yeah, sadly. Hey man, if it was up to me, Mike McCarthy, that guy needs to get out, man. Mm-hmm. That guy, that was a horrible pickup. You've been in the league for how long and you can't manage the clock? You've been in the league for how long and you cannot manage the clock? Yep. Are, are you serious right now? Everyone knows he had at least two or three shots at the end zone from where he was at. Mm-hmm. I don't, yes. know. don't know why he did that. Uh, are, are we going to dive into this game for a little bit? Yeah, there's a lot that I want to talk about. We should, there, we should there's talk. a lot. Okay, so <laughs> I know the Cowboys are the second most penalized team in the NFL, but when you look at the statistics, the 49ers, if this is the key, hey, everyone listen up, okay? Everyone huddle around, listen up. If you guys are gonna play you, you especially you, Reed, you know, you gotta tell this to uh to Aaron Rodgers. If you want to okay. beat the Niners, okay, you gotta pass the ball, okay? And this is what I mean. The, the Niners are the have the most Pass interference penalties in the league. 
mm-hmm. by a long shot. There's no competitor. We're number one, baby. There's no no one can compete with us. Okay, you launch the ball down the field. You have Amari Cooper and you have C.D. Lamb. Why aren't you launching the ball down the field? I'm a Niners fan. I'm like, they're not doing it. <laughs> they're not doing it. They're not taking advantage of of our horrible corners. And I get it. You know, Dak Prescott had a lot of pressure up front. But you know what? I mean, it is up to you as a head coach to figure that out. Figure it out. Find a way to, you know, go on a vertical. Do it three times in a row. Just launch the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you against the Niners, you're going to have at least one pass interference call. A horrible game by the Cowboys. A horrible game as well by the Niners. Not at first. They start off real hot. Then they just they just turned it off. Uh, the Niners just disappeared offensively. Offensively, that was a horrible game from them. Uh, Jimmy G, he played real solid first half. I mean, he was awesome. He was hitting the numbers. He wasn't being extra. He was just doing his job and making his passes. And then the second half, I mean, he should have had three interceptions in the second half. He should have had three. Don't want to get into it. It was horrible, horrible mistakes. Hopefully we learn by it. Uh, I honestly thought that could have been Jimmy G's last game if they would have lost because. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, we should not have allowed the Cowboys to come back the way they did. Um he especially with the amount of penalties they had. Especially with the amount of penalties they had, dude. Uh, there's a one where he missed a wide open Brandon Ayuk, and that was to seal the game. Oh, that yeah. was early third quarter. Brandon mm-hmm. Ayuk got cut loose. He was wide open. Diggs was covering him. You know that all-star MVP corner that everyone was talking about that he got, you know, trashed the whole entire game. He got he got smoked for the eighth time that game. Brandon Ayuk was wide open, and Jimmy Chi overthrows him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being pressured. I mean, yeah, there's pressure coming at him, but he had time in the pocket. He didn't have to move. He launched that ball into the freaking, you know, audience. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he did almost cost the 49ers the game. That's why I, I, I thought that that was his last game as a Niner. Honestly, if we would have lost that game, it's not because the Cowboys outplayed us. It's because Jimmy – well, Cowboys had good, um, you know, good plays here and there, and their defense was awesome. Micah Parsons, that guy's a stud. He's going to be awesome for you guys' franchise. But – uh, it was horrible offensive play by the Niners and horrible just play calling, uh, chemistry, and often run game too from the Cowboys. I mean, Zeke Elliott, where the heck did he go? Where did he go? That's what exactly happened to my him? point, man. That that's what I think. Uh, the Cowboys lost. Uh, uh, Dak didn't play up to expectations, just like how everybody kind of knows how he plays during the end of the season. Uh, but Zeke usually carries the load a little bit, and he was, like, irrelevant. I think he was, like, stopped behind the line at least five times that I saw, and I only saw half the game. But uh, credit to the, to the Niners' uh, D-line because they are really good with uh, Armstead and Key and uh, Boza. But, yeah, I just think they really need to, like, analyze where they're going as a franchise because – all these pieces they think that are their key pieces and their key guys, they're not stepping up. So they have to find some people that are going to do that. Yeah, they, they definitely do. Um, CQ Elliott, man, they paid him way too much money. Uh, they need to do something. It looks like he has something to say, Reed. Uh, the only thing I'll say is uh, the only reason I think the Cowboys lost that game is because of the penalties. They beat themselves. They you cut the penalties in half, they win that game easily. Yeah. Um, uh, so during this whole week, I, I was dreading this game, right? And, uh, these Cowboys fans, I mean, some, a lot of them, I'm going to say a lot because not, not every single one of them, uh, they're freaking horrible, man. They, 
they're coming at me left and right oh, hard. And fan, no, no, I'm saying some of them, like some of these fans that we have here, like Juan, uh, Nick De La Rosa, uh, uh, Pete, uh, Pete, he's over there on Facebook Faithfuls. Uh, mm-hmm. Those guys, I mean, they're not like the other Cowboys fans. Uh, they, they are, you know, kind of more humble. But some of these guys were coming at me all freaking week. I was like, man, honestly, I think it's going to be a close game. And I said, nah, Niners going to get rocked. They were to get bulldozed. And I was like, okay. Like, I was keeping my – my, I was biting my tongue. You know, I was like, okay, you know. And I told everyone straight up, uh, ask anyone, if you guys are watching the, the show right now, that uh, I met you guys this past week because I talked to a lot of people this past week because they know I'm a Niners fan. I said, honestly, Cowboys and Niners are very similar. They're not going to beat each other. The Niners are not going to beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are not going to beat the Niners. It's going to be the team who beats themselves. Because the Niners do that a lot, and the Cowboys do that a lot. And that's exactly what happened. The Cowboys beat themselves by play calling and penalties. They were undisciplined. Now, I get you got some young players out there, but it's a playoff game, and you got to be more disciplined than that. Come on, man. There's sometimes where there's two penalties in a row. So, yeah. The last thing uh, I'll say to all the Cowboy fans, this is the first time I bet on you guys in my, my entire life, and you guys lost. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I better remember this time I backed you guys. When I talk crap about you guys all next year. That's a lesson, Reed. Lesson learned, man. Hey, there is one thing that happened in the game that I do want to talk about. Um, it was a punt, and I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Cowboys were punting the ball, and this guy booms his punt, right, and hits the box, hits the TV box mm-hmm. on top of the stadium, and it comes straight down. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Yeah, I admit I was a little pissed off. Uh, I was really pissed off uh, a lot for the wrong reasons, but I was really thinking about it, and I'm still thinking about it to this day. I mean, this is your home stadium. You practice on that field. You have a pregame warm-up on that field. If you're going to hit that box, and if it comes down, you play where the ball lies, dude. I don't care. I don't know. That's your stadium. You should be used to it. You haven't done that all year. And they even said, oh, yeah, he hit it in pregame warm-ups. He's well aware that that thing is right there. Okay, just like unfortunate events or unfortunate penalties, that should be part of it. If the ball hits something, if a bird comes down into the stadium and it hits the damn bird, that ball should be played where it lies. I was pissed off. I was really pissed off because then afterwards he repunted it, penalty free, no yard, repunted it, and he boomed that kick within the like the ten yard line. So, yeah, was, it's in the terrible. rules, man. It's in the rules. It's in the rules that you don't know your own stadium, so it's okay. Or, hey, Jerry's World, how about you spend a little bit of money, dude? Hire the ceiling. Come on, man. They already hired it from where it originally was. Oh, they did? Well, how about yes. you invest some window blinds, dude? These guys are getting blinded out there by the sun. <laughs> you know, get some shades going on. He decided That's- to build it from east to west, like uh, unlike any other stadium. I oh know, gosh. bro. Just sun all day. That's it. That was horrible, <laughs> dude. There's times where I'm like, damn it, dude, we're going up against the sun. And I was like, do I say this? Like, in any other game, like we're going <laughs> up against this, I don't. Why am I saying it in this game? What? What's even in what, open stadiums? E- yeah, even in open stadiums, like what's going on here? Like, geez, man, there's a point where Dak Prescott had a wide open pass, and uh, I forgot who I think it was. Are uh, No, no, no. Dak Prescott had a wide open pass. Oh. Uh, oh, number oh, one Wilson. from the Cowboys, Wilson. Wilson. Oh, uh, yeah. He turns around, he ducks down because he can't see the ball. I mean, that would have been a first down. That could have been a game changer too. But, yeah, Wilson, there you go. Wilson, yeah, he ducks down because he can't see the ball because the glare was so bad. 
and now you're handicapping yourself twice there where you hit the damn uh, box of top and now the, the sun is in your eyes. <laughs> Fix your stadium, dude. Honestly, fix your stadium. All right. Well, AJ, I got a surprise topic that I want to bring to the table right now. Okay. Uh, even though we don't know the outcome of this next game, uh, both you and I already think of some one team that's going to win and one team that's going to lose, but we can we can get them out of this subject for right now. Uh, but out of the teams that have lost so far, what team do you think has the best chances of winning in the playoffs next season if they make it back? From my honest opinion? Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, okay. Dallas Cowboys, they're a stacked team. I know you want to move on, but they are a stacked team. They got a lot of potential. They invested a lot to Dak Prescott. He just needs to figure it out. And if they move on from Zeke, I mean, they could save themselves a lot of money. Pollard's a stud. They just got a defensive stud, Micah Parsons. That's going to carry them a long way. Um, Diggs, uh, I know I talk a lot of trash about him, but, you know, he played very well this season. Uh, number one in picks uh, on the leaderboard and last in the leaderboard on every other stat. But he he has a lot to prove. And he's young, too. So I think they're a young team that could potentially turn on the Jets, depending on Dak Prescott. He's very similar to a Jimmy G. Not bad, not bad. Reed, your thoughts? Out of the teams that have lost? Out of the teams that have lost, which okay. is the Patriots, the uh-huh. Raiders, the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Out of those I, five. Think it's, I think it's between the Patriots, Eagles, and Cowboys. Um, Cowboys are most stacked and more ready for a playoff run. Um, the Eagles have a few more years that I think they can go and play from with Jalen Hurts, depending on how his career goes. And then the Patriots, I mean, they got the best coach probably ever um, and a rising star in Mac Jones. So uh, as far as next season, I'm going to go with Cowboys, but Patriots look good for the uh, coming years. Cool, cool, cool. These are good picks. Uh, I like I like the Eagles. I like Jalen Hurts, and of course I like Tua. I had wished that the the Dolphins were gonna make it too, but uh, I like these young quarterbacks. Uh, Herbert is another one. I hope he makes playoffs next year. Uh, but out of these five, I think the Eagles have a good shot. Uh, they were that underdog team, and I really like where they're gonna go during this uh, upcoming draft. They have three first round picks, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, so they have a lot of holes to fill and they have a lot of draft capital and I think they're also going to have a lot of cap room so I, I see them making a lot of moves uh, both draft and free agency and I think they're going to either be second in their division with a good record uh, behind the Cowboys or they're going to overtake the Cowboys in my opinion okay. but we'll okay. see we'll see I'll see it when they draft some actual good wide receivers in the first round. Oh, jeez, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Um, I, hate, I hate their first-round pick, dog. I hate him. I like Hurts, too, but after watching uh play in the playoffs, I was very disappointed. Uh, very disappointed what I saw. He has a lot of developing to do. I know he's young, but I, I don't know. I, I'm afraid that he might be another Carson Wentz. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like his matchup 
or his uh, his hookup with uh, Goddard. I think he's really good with Goddard because Goddard's an actual yeah. good receiver. Uh, but they were they were covering up uh, number six. Uh, what's his name? The the Heisman winner. Who had his name? Anyways, uh, he was throwing to Rager a lot, and Rager was nowhere to be found. He couldn't catch a ball to save his life. So I think that really dipped down in Jalen Hurts' uh, production and why they went three and out like six times throughout that game. But I don't know. I just I like Jalen Hurts. I like the way he plays. I like that he's a a running QB first. Yeah, Smith, Devontae Smith. Yeah, uh, they were covering up him up like butter, bro. Butter on toast. Like they were, <laughs> they couldn't get him open at all until the fourth quarter when it was uh, trash time. But yeah, I mean that's who, that's who I think is gonna do good next season and hopefully win a playoff game. Nice, nice. So. Big game tonight. Are we ready to talk about Monday Night Football? Big game. Heck yeah. Okay. Huge game. Is there something else you want to talk about, Reed? No, no I have a question uh, for, for before we go into Monday Night Football. Ooh, Shoot. okay. All right. So who do you think has more to lose with this game? Um, tonight? Yeah, tonight. Who has more to lose losing tonight? The Rams who have gone all in on every on like the entire season, trading away the whole future. Or the Cardinals. Well, you got to remember, Cardinals did the same thing. Cardinals yeah, traded away a lot of their future. You know, they got D Hop, even though they got him for real cheap, uh, and they also got JJ Watt mm-hmm. uh, to do the same. Uh, they also got Connor, James Connor, real cheap as well. Um, mm-hmm. But they did trade away the future, but just not as much as the Rams, and that's why I am picking the Rams have much, much more to lose because they've been doing this for the past. Was it? How long McVay's been there? Four years, four or five years, where they go all in, try to get the best of the best. Uh, you could buy a team, but you cannot build a team. You got to choose one. Um, Stafford, he was brought in there to win a Super Bowl. They have proven that they are playoff material. He was brought in there to win a Super Bowl. If he cannot do that, then he should not be there. So yeah. Rams have much more to lose. I have to, have to agree with AJ. Uh, since they're in our division, I also think that the Rams have given up a lot, both in cap and um, in their future, because like AJ said, they trade away all their picks to get the best guy on the board, basically, uh, or to get the best guy in free agency that they can get in that time period. But I just think they have a lot of guys on one-year contracts right now. Uh, after this season, half of their team is uh, – unreliable to come back most of them because of age and the other half is because they're just chasing money and trying to get a ring right now so if it's not with the rams after a couple of years and i don't know if they're gonna stick stick around <clears throat> all right yeah all right am i going the first on my board aj oh uh, let's just make sure the audience knows that the not the Rams, the Cardinals are coming in this game hot, locked, and loaded, baby. You got J.J. Watt coming back, mm-hmm. and then you have your key piece. And I'm saying this is a key piece. You cannot win without this man. I'm talking about DeAndre Hopkins, arguably one, arguably the best wide receiver of our generation. Okay, and I'm not a D-Hop fan in any means necessary. Number but, two. <laughs> okay. Okay, he has more time to prove himself, but D-Hop does wonders, and you could definitely tell how big of an impact it has to the Cardinals' offense whenever he's not on there. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray turns into a 
freaking freak that is on fast forward all the time, running the ball, swinging the ball to uh, whoa, he's just a human being that's just short. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, so D-Hop makes a huge difference. His first game is yeah. back tonight. I don't know if he's going to come back 100%. But, yes, you can lead us off with your board, Reed. I'm going to make you in the big screen right here. Oh, whoa, I haven't whoa. done that in a while. I haven't whoa. done this in a while. Wow, there it is. AJ coming in clutch for you. All right, guys. Um, I, coming into today, today, I was very certain on who I thought I was going to win. But then I started getting wishy-washy. Um, there's a few players coming back as AJ alluded to. Yeah, AJ's doing the wishy-washy. Um, there's a few players coming back. I mean, JJ Watt, the JJ Watt, one of the greatest defensive players in our lifetime. And then you got D Hop, the second best receiver of our generation. You're talking about Debo, right? Debo's the first. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, okay, I was very – when I heard both of these players are going to play tonight, I became very wishy-washy on who I think was going to win. Rams got a lot of studs. They got a lot of stars. The Cards had a lot of uh, stars. They got a lot of studs on their side too. But I think at the end of the day, both teams are going to uh, make their plays. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to come down, down to the quarterback play. Both of these quarterbacks can either be really hot – or really not hot. They're going to be cold as ice. Um, and because of that, I'm going to choose the Cardinals because Maddie Ice, uh, not Maddie Ice, Matthew Stafford. Maddie Ice. My bad, my bad, my bad. Maddie Ice. got the things messed up. Matthew Stafford, in his last three games, have thrown, has thrown seven picks. He's not coming into this game very hot. So I got the cards 31-21. <laughs> I like that. That is so creative, Reed, and that is probably one of the best pictures you've ever drawn on this show. Ever. Yeah, bro. Wow. That's a good one, Reed. That is a good one right there. I I like it when when at least someone does a a funny drawing. Uh, I just noticed I didn't put my score on here. Juan has the Cardinals 31-27. I think it's an excellent score. Um, It's going to be a tight game for sure. But let's – this is what I like to see even more is read back on the little screen. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, boys. As you know, I am uh, the drawing guru here. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm going to outdraw everybody again. But uh, I don't know about that. We'll see what AJ pulls up. That's yeah. why he likes going last because he wants to know if he can talk a big game first. Uh, before he shows us. <laughs> but anyways, uh as you know, me and AJ have the same bracket in the first uh, wild card round. Uh, so we're going to choose the same team. And right now, we are 4 0, I think. No, 5 0. 5 0, I think. Anyways, uh, we're going to go in 6 0 because we got the, the Rams winning. Uh, I drew the old school Rams when they used to be in St. Louis uh, because I think they're going to turn back to the run game and I think they're going to run the rock. But it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. Uh, I got 37-35 just to show that it's going to be a close matchup. But I definitely think that both quarterbacks are going to come to play. Uh, It's their first time, I think, ever matching up in the playoffs together because Matthew Stafford played for the Lions. Uh, But uh, I think he's ready. I think Kyler's ready. Uh, He's he's taking that juice off of that win in Dallas. And uh, after that loss – 
last week. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that it's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, as we alluded to last week and this week, of course, uh, we think it's going to be one of the best games in this uh, wild card weekend round. So I'm looking for it to be a good one. But I got the Rams. Nice, nice. So Car- uh, Juan also said the Cardinals were to win, like I said before. But he's saying that the Rams could take an early lead and blow it at the end, which we've seen a couple of times this season. Mm-hmm. This is just my favorite part. I like. Actually, I don't like being on the big screen. I, I'm very insecure. You guys know <laughs> how I am. Um, well, Vince and Reed, I guess yes. because you're here too. Um, yes, Vince and I have very similar brackets. The playoff brackets that we released, you guys, hopefully you guys are participating in there. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well. I know everyone or 90% of y'all chose uh, the Cowboys to win. So sorry, you know, uh, I warned y'all. But uh, even if you guys are betting with us, if you guys are betting from what we are saying, you guys are winning big right now. Okay. I know a lot of NFL or sports podcasts do that. They do have like a live betting event where, you know, we give advice. Well, whatever. But yeah, uh, in my bracket, unlike you, Vince, I know you went with the old school logo. Well, I went with the new logo of the Rams. So I got it right here. Uh, <laughs> we have the Los Angeles Rams. They they look all cute and cuddly because the Niners own them. Uh, that's a good boy right there. Um, so the Rams, <laughs> I have them winning 31 to 27, very similar to Juan's score. But I have the Rams winning this one. And I do agree with you, Juan. I do think the Rams are going to take an early lead. They're going to install the run game. Matt Stafford is going to be very accurate on his throws. He's going to rely on Cooper Cup uh, like he usually does. That guy's going to be a freak of nature today like he usually is. Uh, they're going to take an early lead. Cardinals going to come back, uh, but it's not going to be enough. They're going to come back with a lot of juice, and they're going to look like the better team in the fourth quarter, but it's just not going to be enough to win the game. They're too far behind. Uh, so, yeah, I got the Rams winning. They have way too much to lose. Way too much. So, so, yeah, let's all bring us all together once again. Well, I like this layout right here. This layout is pretty nice. Right, Reed? <laughs> Up there. Up here? Up there. Like there? Yeah, like that. Mm. Isn't there something like being up here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on top too much, so it's time to be uh, down here to uh, bring myself back to Earth. We'll discuss this later okay. <laughs> uh, off screen so no one could hear us. Uh, but, yeah, guys, it's going to be a great game tonight. And like I said, hopefully you guys are participating in our NFL playoff bracket. It is on our social media. If you guys missed out, don't worry because I'm going to run something by these guys first because I usually get in trouble uh, with these guys. Um, quick uh, quick word from our sponsor, Armando Alvarado. Uh, so how about the Niners? That's not me. That's, That's my father dad, right there. Bro. Oh, okay, That's okay, my okay. dad, dude. Hey, don't, right. don't you – Ever disrespect my dad? Like that that's that's a big Armando, bro. Come on, man. yeah, that's my dad. He's he's I six foot one. Uh, I'm obviously not. He didn't give me those genetics. <laughs> I, I don't know why he did it, but uh, I guess he was just saving them for himself. He's selfish, right? Yeah. But yeah, how about the Niners? They won. It was a close game. Uh, shout out to to the Cowboy fans out there. Stay strong. Don't be like those guys that you see on TikTok. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I know you're my father. He's the man right here. He's the, the legend. He's the, the OG. Uh, I love you, Dad. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Uh, but yeah, don't be like those other Cowboys fans that smashing your TV, burning your jerseys. I mean, unless they're like low quality, because I know you go to the flea market and get some like jerseys for like five bucks. <laughs> but if you got like a you got like a high quality oh jersey, hey, hey, there's no shame in that, okay? Because jerseys are ridiculous. They're stupid, expensive. But don't be burning them, okay? Just. Hold on to them, resell them, do whatever. I can't believe you just said whatever. that about cowboy fans, man. I've never no, seen that bad. No, I got I got a jersey from the flea market before. I did. Not a five dollar jersey, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm from the valley. I'm from the valley. I can say that stuff. Okay. I witnessed it firsthand. The 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 NFL logo is like all over here and stuff, and the, the, it's all misspelled, different fonts, and get out of here, man. Hope you do that. Well, anyways, thank you, thank you everyone for participating. Uh, can't wait till Roger sends Garoppolo packing out of SF. Dang, dude, I just talked so good about Pete, right? Like <laughs> in the beginning of this beginning of this podcast, I talked so good about Pete. I was like, man, you know, Pete's not like a, a lot of the other cowboy fans. He's real humble. He didn't give me a lot of crap, but dang, dude, come on, man. Oh, he, did, uh, he, he did it for in a friendly way. Look at those cute emojis, bro. Oh, that's a friendly way. Okay. He said with respect. With, quote, respectfully send him home packing with his Gucci bags. That's, I hate whenever the, the Niners are doing bad and they just zoom in a Garoppolo's face and he's smiling. It's like, oh, I hate him. Like, oh, like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but seriously, thank you all so much. For everyone who's here, uh, thank you. Um, 956 Gaming says, hey, what's up, 956 Gaming? That's a, that's a new viewer. Hey, welcome to Not So Pro Football Talk. Uh, we're here. We stay live. What was I going to say? I was going to say another event that might happen, but I got to run it with you guys first. But here's a little no, no events. No event. Why not? No. Reed doesn't, doesn't want the pity win. That's why. You know what? I totally agree with you, Reed. We give our fans way too much, but I think that's just the type of community I'm trying to build. We are a giving community. Uh, we have an awesome small community so far. And if you guys are not part of the not so pro nation or Facebook faithfuls, go on YouTube, go on Facebook, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. It helps us out so much, but a little hint sneak peek of what might just happen. Stay tuned for the super bowl. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Talk it over with these guys. If I get approved, I'll talk to the boss. We'll see what happens. All right. But until next time, you guys, thank you all for joining in. Uh, we're going to have another video coming out this week. So stay tuned. I don't know if it's going to be live or not, but you guys are going to get some more content. Don't worry about that. Hit us up on social media. Until next time, you guys. Laters.